spirit of the living God is living on the inside of you. And there is an opposition, some, something that wants you to go in the wrong direction. Don't you know that you've got resurrection power living on the inside of you to kick that thing out of the way, to destroy the devil's works, to stomp on his territory. But don't you know you've got to do it? Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. It is the power of God. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every single one of you, you will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In the day and in the hour we lived in, we need to have bold, you know, valiant warriors for Christ that will not be ashamed to, to decree the name of Jesus to speak forth the name of Jesus. Well, how are we going to do that? We're going to live on fire. We live on fire. You know, from the minute that I got saved and got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I've been living on fire for the Lord. Have you? If you haven't, then let today be the day that you start living on fire for the Lord. You need to realize something. You got a world where people are always trying to be revived. Or revival, revival. That's great. But when, what about living on fire? We get to live on fire. The Lord says it's my fire on the inside of you. We don't need to constantly have to revive the dead let's live on fire and that's your choice to live on fire so I want to talk to you a little bit about living on fire and living under an open heaven living on fire and living under an open heaven God wants us to walk as fiery ones for the Lord like on fire bold have I don't care about what the world says about me I'm walking in the Holy Ghost I'm walking in the abundance I'm walking under an open heaven when you live on fire and your focus is when you're when everything within you is how can I please you Lord and you realize it's none none of me but it's all of you father God you're gonna walk under an open heaven that you didn't even know existed ten years ago it was always there but you weren't aware because there's a newness of what God has done even tonight there's been a newness in other words there's a shift there you guys went up to a whole nother level so there's an awareness of an of an open heaven that you can walk in Amen. So let every mind right now be so utterly dependent upon the living word of God that you hear and you change in Jesus' name. So when you live on fire under an open heaven, temporal things carry no weight. Say they carry no weight. Because the weight of God's glory outweighs them all. See, the world wants to put a weight of heaviness, a weight of oppression. The world wants to put a weight of condemnation. The world wants to put a weight of trying to fit in, trying to belong, trying to this, trying to that. But that's the weight of the world. The, the Lord wants to give you this weight of glory that is so powerful that when you taste and see how good he is you throw off every other weight say I'm gonna throw off every other weight the Bible talks about throwing off the weights right throwing off everything that so easily entangles you throwing them off it is up to us and it is our responsibility to throw those things off to throw the weights off and the entanglements off in the name of Jesus are you willing to do that 
So the Bible says in Acts 1.8 that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Amen? So three things. You're going to receive resurrection power, number one. Number two, you're going to let your oil overflow. And number three, you're going to prophesy to it. So three things, right? You're going to receive resurrection power. You're going to let your oil overflow and you're going to prophesy to it. Say, I'm going to prophesy to it. But first, we're going to receive resurrection power. The Bible says in the word of God that no weapon that has been formed against you shall prosper. This is Isaiah 54, 17, right? No weapon that's been formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. The Bible talks about this, Isaiah 54, 17. Then it goes on to say that this is your inheritance, right? And that you are the righteousness of God. In other words, it's your inheritance. It's your inheritance. God has inherited it to you. It is yours for the taking. It is your inheritance. If you don't take your inheritance, you can't claim it. You can't walk in it. You can't own it. But if you take your inheritance, you're going to walk under a divine inheritance and open heaven. See, the enemy's always trying to put roadblocks. He's always trying to put limitations. He's always trying to put impossibilities in your way if you let him, but you're not going to let him because you're recognizing it is my inheritance as a child of the living God. You are a friend of God, church. Amen. So the Bible says the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, in me, in us, the spirit of him. So the spirit of Christ is living in me. The spirit of the Lord is living in you. If the spirit of the living God is living on the inside of you, and there is an opposition, some, something that wants you to go in the wrong direction, don't you know that you've got resurrection power living on the inside of you to kick that thing out of the way, to destroy the devil's works, to stomp on his territory, but don't you know you've got to do it? Because too many believers are waiting for God to do what God has already said you need to do. He says, I've already finished the work. I've already finished the work. You see, when people don't get this, this revelation, they end up walking crippled. They're always waiting for God to do something that God says, I'm waiting for you to do. See, you can know the word, but until you have a revelation of the word, it's not going to cause the fullness of that word to come to pass in your life. Oh, the word will come to pass. We already know the Bible is true. God is not a man that he should lie, right? His word will come to pass. His word will never end. Heaven and earth will end, but not his word, right? They'll pass away, but not his word, right? It will never pass away. So it's alive. But the revelation, your understanding of what that word means for you, you must get a revelation, church of God. We must get the understanding. The Bible says that the words are like, they're, they're light, all right? When we read them, when we read it, the entrance of God's word, it's like light coming into us. It's the light of Christ. It gives understanding to the simple. This is what the, I'm just quoting you guys scripture. This is what the Bible tells us, right? And so when we read the word, we get an understanding. It illuminates our mind. Revelation starts to come. Amen. I can only operate in victory in the level of revelation that I have. If I believe that God's will is to heal the sick, if I really believe it, not just I've got a couple of scriptures memorized, but if I have this as revelation in my spirit, in other words, if somebody doesn't get sick or if somebody doesn't get healed, then I'm questioning why, right? It's like, wait a minute, what happened, right? So most of the times it's the other way for people. Well, God will heal someday. I'm just using this as an example. 
that, that we need revelation in the word. So if you have a revelation that, that God has already healed, his stripes have already taken, he's already paid the price. So you know that from the word of God, that healing and deliverance is, children, is the children's bread. If you already know from the word of God that God wants you to prosper, you know this because you've, word the, you've read the word and you know what his word says. If you already know from the will of God and the word of God, the will and the word are the same, it's interchangeable. If you know from the word of God, his will, and that his will is for you to be reconciled with one another. You know the will of God, right? But if you don't have a revelation in that area, you're not going to be able to carry it out. You'll have a head knowledge, you'll have an intellectual understanding, but you won't have the actual practical application. The practical application is what's necessary for you to actually carry it through. That's why when we pray for the sick and they say, well, I still got a little pain. We don't go, oh, okay, well, I think, you know, eventually God will do it. We stand, we press in because we have a revelation of the word of God that healing is now, it's present. It's not yesterday's, you know, or someday in the future, but it's right now, today, it's present, it's already done, and it's up to us to press in and to walk in it, to receive it. But that's true for every area of your life. God has things in your life that he wants you to grab hold of, right? There are things that God wants you to grab hold of. So we're talking about an open heaven. How do you walk under an open heaven? You get the word of God under it. You are on, on it. You get the word of God on it. In other words, the revelation that you're going to receive to walk under an open heaven is the revelation that comes out of your mouth. Amen. When you get the word of God coming out of your mouth, that has to do with an open heaven over your life. When you get the revelation coming out of your mouth, uh, it's, like, it's like a loaded, it's like a bullet that's going forth and it's actually going to go and destroy the enemy's assignment and bring victory for you. Amen. Do you understand the word, how powerful it is? It's like a bullet, like, like gunpowder, right? When you speak the word, uh, people wonder why is there no, the victory is shallow. Is the word shallow? In other words, are you, are you speaking the word a lot or just a little? Because remember, just like I said, a little bit of prayer, a little bit to nothing for power, right? More prayer, prayer yeah, more prayer, you're going to walk in a divine power that God is equipping you with. Same is true with the word. When you put the word on it. You speak it out. The next time you read your scriptures, I want you to recognize that scripture, that word is like a loaded gun. Yeah. I want you to understand the correlation between no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you speak that scripture out loud, every demon from the pit is going, oh my God goodness I think they actually believe it I think they actually believe it and when they realize that you believe it is when they realize they're dead meat they're gone they can't come against a child of the living God that has a revelation of the Word of God not just head knowledge this is what's so powerful about it marriage is being restored it's totally the will of God absolutely lives to be healed Put the word on it. Get the word of God on it. So Jesus destroyed the works of the devil, and so shall you. 
Say, so shall I. Jesus destroyed. This is 1 John 3, 8, if you're wanting to take notes. 1 John 3, 8. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3, 8. He destroyed the works of the devil. If you're going to receive resurrection power, remember my first point, you're going to need to make sure that you are also destroying the works of the devil. He's destroyed the works of the devil. You might go, well, if he's destroyed the works of the devil, then why would I need to? He's already done it. He's already done it to show you how to do it. He's already showed you how. He's lived it. He's walked it out. Now you need to put the devil in his place in your life. Now you need to open your mouth and operate under the same spirit that Jesus operated under. Same spirit because you're one with him. We're one with the spirit of the living God. So we get to walk as one, meaning in agreement right? Let's go to the second point, um, letting your oil overflow. There's a story in 2 Kings 4, powerful, powerful story. Elisha told this widow woman that had just a very little amount of oil. She didn't have much, but she had a great need. Her great need, she had two sons and she had a lot of debt. She had a lot of debt. As a matter of fact, the debtors were coming to take her sons because she couldn't pay what she needed to pay. She was a widow woman. She didn't have any other means. But this man of God, Elisha, that came, spoke something so important. It seems simple. But when you obey the simple commands that God tells you to do, you see the provision is in the obedience. Somebody say that out loud. The provision is in the obedience. When we obey God, there's provision. When we obey God. So we are all vessels. We're vessels of the king, right? And so the oil that this woman had was just a little tiny bit of oil. But these, this prophet came and said, go out and gather vessels. Go out and gather vessels and don't just gather a few. I want you to go and I want you to gather as many as you can. And then when the vessels all came in and they shut the door, he said, now I want you to start pouring that oil in those vessels. Just pour it out. She had a little bit. That's all she had. Your little bit is all you need. You know that when you have a little, God will add the increase. You may just have a little. You may have a little bit of faith. Maybe you just have a little. Maybe you have a little bit of strength. Maybe you just have a little. Maybe you just have a little bit of vision. But if you take your little and you give it to the Lord, God's increase in your life will be so incredibly abundant that you're going to recognize when I took a step of faith and obedience, God met me there. Come on, church of God. God met me there. Amen? The oil will not run out as long as the vessels are available. There were vessels available. The oil didn't run out because there's still another vessel. One vessel, two vessels. There's vessels available so the oil didn't run out. If you are a vessel that is available to walk and talk in kingdom dynamics, there will be no shortage of oil. You go get your oil and let that oil flow. Let that oil flow. Your availability is what qualifies you to let the oil flow. Am I here? Is anybody hearing me? You're understanding what I'm saying. The vessels were all filled with oil. And not until every vessel was filled with oil did the oil stop. In other words, when there were no more vessels that were present. But every day is a new day with the Lord. 
Every day you say, Lord, fill me with your oil. I'm present. I'm available. I want to walk under an open heaven. I want to walk in the fire of God, which is the love of God, which is that crazy radical love of God that says, oh no, I'm not going to back down. I'm, I'm too radical for Jesus to back down. Boldness for Christ, that kind of fire for God, right? And the open heaven that we're talking about. There's nothing too difficult. God's not trying to shortchange you. He's not trying to limit you. He does, that's not the kind of God we serve. But, but he is saying, I want you to be available. The vessels that were available were the vessels that were filled. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say that. The vessels that are available are the vessels that are filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say, I'm a vessel that's available. I'm a vessel that's available. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me to the Holy Holy Spirit. Fill me to the overflow. To the overflow. Fill them to the overflow, Lord God. Where they continue, they just continue in that path where they get filled up to the overflow. They pour out, but then they keep getting filled up. Every time you pour out, go get filled up again. Every time you minister to somebody, go get filled up again. Do you not think that I don't need to get filled up again? We all need to get filled up. So when every time you minister, go get filled up again. The Spirit of the living God will fill you up. As you just sit with Him, as you read your word, as you press into prayer, as you make your desires for Him to see His glorious face be known. And He says, oh, I've been waiting for you. I'm so glad you're here. Now, let me lavish you with my love. Now, let me fill you with the abundance. Now, let me empower you with strength you didn't even know possible. Now is the day. Now is the time. Now is the day. Salvation is now. Amen. And so this message that the Lord put on my spirit to bring tonight, I know is a now word. So what am I asking? What's, the, what's your take home? Like we're going to go home and make sure time of prayer is going to increase. You can't think you can hear a message like this, be all excited and be so, dis, so willing to change, but then do nothing about it. You, got, you have to make a commitment. I'm going to go home and I'm going to change. How? I'm going to change by making sure my time in prayer is increased. And if you pray for three hours, then go for four. Okay, and for some of you that pray for five minutes, how about go to a half an hour? Like just press in. This is not works of the flesh, but it is if you're desperate, if you're hungry. You know when you're thirsty because you haven't drank water in a long time, how thirsty are you? You drink like half the water bottle and for some the whole water bottle. <laughs> when you're really thirsty, right? But we want to have that with the Lord. That, such that, that passion that says, oh God, I need more. I need more. I need more. But we're going to get that as we pray that. We, we ask him to make us these vessels that are continuously hungry for him. Amen. Now stand up to your feet. Let's give God the glory tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you, Father God. Hallelujah. Stand up to your feet. And let's just, I want you to all pray for a few minutes. Just pray in the spirit. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. We give you the praise. We seal this word that was just preached tonight, Father God. I thank you that they heard the word, that that word went in. It strengthened them, Father God. And they are truly, truly transformed and changed in the glory 
realm of the Father. Now, from this day forward, you're going to go forth a burning one for Jesus, on fire for him, and walking under an open heaven, because you recognize the greater one lives on the inside of me. Yes, that is true, but I'm going to walk in the high calling of God, and I'm not going to let anything shortchange me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.